1: Welcome home to US99. Is this who I think it is on the phone? This is David Nail. David Nail, it is good to hear your voice.
2: Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. You as well.
1: David Nail, our relationship with you in Chicago has always been about sports, so I just want to dive in as a Cardinals fan. Did you see our socks collapse in epic fashion this year? Were you watching that at all?
2: I watched the first few months thinking they were going to get it together, but they never did. In fact, it just continued to get worse and worse.
1: Uh huh. I've been
2: following... Uh, what pitchers we're going to call in for to save us, hopefully. And it seems like we already lost one of the potential targets in Aaron Nola. So yep. it's not looking like a great offseason so far. I'm hoping they, they rally their troops and pull something together.
1: So when sports goes bad, we're going to turn to music. Friday night, Joe's on Weed Street. You're on stage. Do you have a first early memory of Joe's, David?
2: I have so many. My favorite moment is the first time I ever went. I was I just got to tag along with Billy Currington on the road one weekend and we're, I think they played Omaha, Kansas city and Chicago. Chicago was the first show. And I remember hearing this knock on the door and I was so excited. I couldn't sleep in the bunk. So I was up in the front lounge waiting for people to wake up so we could do something or be excited with somebody besides myself. And I opened the door and I didn't know it at the time, but Ed warm, the owner was staying there with a box of donuts and he just said, Hey, here, this is for you all. And, and, um, and I, I remember, you know, getting back on the bus, and, and they woke up, and I says, "Yeah, some fella like <laughs> gave us these donuts." And, and then later that night, I, I found out that that fella was the guy that runs the show, and so that was my first Ed memory. And it's just a ridiculously special place. Yeah, uh, you know, we've been going for, I guess, a decade. I mean, it's it's yeah. uh, it's just you know, Chicago just been very good to me and my family. It's a place that we still go to. We started taking the twins, and now we took all three of the kids this past October. We've been doing that for the last four or five years, and so it's just got a special place in my, my heart and, and with my family, and it's, it's been very, very good to us, and so uh, we're always jazzed up, and it's one it's it's probably our third to the last show of this, uh, this year, so I can't think of a better place to kind of close out the year.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if you remember this, because it was really big for us, but you did a concert at Sox Park when we were doing a broadcast with me and a whole bunch of other people, but it was you and Jake Peavy's debut as a White Sox star. Do you remember that day in 2009?
2: I do. I, I definitely remember that. And, and and uh, you know, I little did I know that I was going to get to get to know Jake uh, a little bit over the years. Yeah. Spend some time with him. So, you know, I I've always had a a a warm place in my heart for the White Sox. I was a big Bobby Figpan fan when I was in junior high and high school and had the curly seat hat and so um you know, I'm not allowed to root or talk about that other team. <laughs> and so
1: Cards fan.
2: I have to show my allegiance to some Chicago team. Obviously I was a huge Michael Jordan fan, so I cheered for the Bulls, but Baseball-related, you know, my allegiance would certainly lie with the South Side. Not to offend anybody.
1: Things we want to know about you, David Neal. Thanksgiving last week, your favorite side at your table. My mother, this is the first time we're hosting
2: my parents for Thanksgiving. We've always gone back home to Missouri, but this, uh, my mother makes a corn casserole. It's kind of random, I know. It was one of those things that it took me a decade to try. Okay. Because I thought it was so boring looking. (laughs) Um but there's probably enough sugar in there that it's probably classified more as a dessert yeah. than than anything. But it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. The I literally eat the entire like edge around the entire casserole dish just because I like the crispiness of it. Yeah. Um, but that's my favorite. I've actually turned my son on to it, so he gets super jazzed up about grammy's corn casserole so that's the thing I'm, I'm gonna eat it in my own household for the first time so How
1: exciting to be hosting for the first time that's a big deal it is you know it's 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 somewhat bittersweet my uh
2: grandparents have all passed on so my my mother this is, I guess, the first year that they haven't had to host or that my grandparents didn't host. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Are the holiday lights up on your trees outside in the gutters yet? That's that's funny that you asked. That's a very
2: sensitive subject to our house right now. Okay. A young man came to my house the other day, knocked on the door, and I was like, can I help you? And we just kind of stared at each other. And he goes, uh, you didn't know I was coming? I said, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. <laughs> And he said, I'm here to hang Christmas lights. And I was like, oh, you are? I don't remember having that conversation about Christmas <laughs> lights with my wife. And um, But he actually said, well, uh, I'll call her back. I'm working at a house down the street. I'm just coming to like, kind of scope out the house. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I pushed it back a couple of weeks just because okay. I said, you know, our tree is up. Yeah, We don't have any ornaments on it yet. That's a, a big thing that w- the, that my wife and the kids do on after Thanksgiving lunch they'll yeah. get everything out and start decorating it but i uh, at least called off the lights for at least uh, another week i bet the, i bet my my wife is really big about when i leave town things happen around the house right so she's probably waiting for me to leave town and, <laughs> and i'll come home to a whole host of surprises
1: and you introducing that with you opening the door to this strange man is right out of like a Nate Bargatze comedy routine where he's like, you don't understand. The furnace guy is telling me that I have a filter. And I said, why are you talking to me? You should talk to my wife.
2: Exactly. I mean, every piece of furniture we've bought is, is always purchased when I'm out of town. And yeah. it, or it may be purchased when I'm in town, but it gets delivered. So I don't know about it until yeah. I come home and then it's too late. Yep. That's just the way married life is. I, I complain to a lot of other husbands, and they kind of hush me very quick. Yeah.
1: All right, last question, because you mentioned your kids. What was your last dad life moment that caused you to catch your breath and say, well, gosh darn, that's pretty cool?
2: I asked my twins when they started kindergarten, you know, because I remember being a kid, and it's like you, you show up for school, and you, like, talk about, like, what would you do this summer? What do your parents do for a living? And I remember asking my son, you know, what did you tell your classmates that your dad did for a living. He said, well, I told him that you were a singer. I said, did anybody think that was cool? And he said, no. <laughs> and I said, awesome. That was not the answer I was hoping to hear. Fast forward two years, they're in second grade now. Obviously my daughter has gotten super into Taylor Swift. And so I had to tell them a couple of weeks ago that you, know, your dad like opened up for Taylor Swift for 15 shows, you know, several years ago. And my, they were just both looking at me like, What? what? Um, like, we don't believe that. And so I had to go through like the archives. And yep. so now, now that I was able to prove it, my daughter, like in front of her friends, will like she takes it a little far. She's like, yeah. actually says like, I know Taylor or <laughs> that, that I used to play like right before Taylor. And I had to inform her that, no, I was the opener opener. I played before need to breathe and then need to breathe play. Then Taylor did, but, yeah. um,
1: Still counts, David. It still counts. You open for Taylor. Exactly.
2: They're they're finally. I open for a billionaire. You know that, does, yes. that doesn't happen every day. Or uh, but they're finally at that age where they, they sort of get excited about, hey, Dad's a singer, Dad gets on a bus, yeah. Dad does this and stuff.
1: I'm just more surprised that they weren't like, so, Dad, can you text her? Can we get, like, tickets to the show, please? I would have tried my best. I think
2: that Taylor probably has forgotten who David Nell is, and I don't blame her. <laughs> but um, I, I I did send her to the movie, Yeah. so that's about as far as yeah. we're going to get to go down the Taylor Swift tunnel. Well, can't we can't even fathom.
1: Well, we've been fans of you here in Chicago since you sent us red light all those years ago. And we're spoiled. We get to see it Friday night with Ed. Friday night, Joe's on Weed Street. It's just going to be a party.
2: Absolutely, man. I thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it, man. I hope you'll have a wonderful day.
1: All right. Take care, David. See you soon.
2: All right. See you, bud.
0: That is David Nail at US99. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?